Hey, 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 what's going on? Channel correspondent John Ross Market Scott's coming back at you again today. I'm going to be talking again about my boy Oliver Anthony, the dude that uh, bust out on the scene, went from like a few thousand subscribers to now he's got millions and millions and tens of millions of like listens to his songs and downloads of his videos and has been offered millions and millions of dollars, turning it, turn it down. The dude just so humble and is like exactly what all of us should want to be. And those of y'all that know me know that one big, the one thing I'm huge on and like uh, try to, try to, uh, you know, portray and try to practice myself is just utter total transparency to a fault. You know, like if we want to build bridges and bring communities together, we have to just like let all of our guard down and put it all out there. Not everyone has the ability to do that. You know, I certainly hope that I have that ability, but this dude right here for sure has it. All right, and this is here's what it's going to take for us to, you know, build this, like I said, this, this um, electorate I keep talking about with poor and working class Americans, you know, whites from Appalachia and blacks from the inner cities and Hispanics from everywhere. I mean, like, we, we all have endured similar um life situations have very similar cultures and upbringings and a lot of our problems are the same and that's why our music tends to be a little more uh coarse and harsh and talk about tough tough so subjects one day i'm gonna do some review of some two of some of tupac's lyrics like i know that's like tupac was not a rapper he was a political activist if there ever was one But Oliver Anthony, before I get into a song he, he, that he uh, wrote and that I want to review here with you, I'm going to read a Facebook post that he put out there. And man, it's just so powerful. So he says, it's been difficult as I browse through the 50 plus thousand messages and emails I've received in the last week. The stories that have been shared paint a brutally honest picture. Suicide, addiction, unemployment, anxiety, depression, hopelessness, and the list goes on. I'm sitting in such a weird place in my life right now. I never wanted to be a full-time musician, much less sit at the top of the iTunes charts. Draven from Radio w West Virginia and I filmed these tunes on my land with the hope that it may hit 300,000 views. I still don't quite believe what has went on since we uploaded that. It's just strange to me. People in the music industry give me blank stares when I brush off $8 million offers. Hell yeah, dude, that's awesome. Like, I'm just so happy to hear someone else say that. Like, it's like, my, in my, through my, my political journey and my journey, like, doing this podcast and all that, like, when I tell people that I'm not doing it for money and that, like, I don't even know really how I'm going to make money off of it yet, they look at me like, like, that's a tactic I'm using or something to get them to give me money. No, that's actually the culture that I come from and that so many other Americans come from, that other black going to come from that Hispanics come from like it ain't, it ain't about money to us this is life this is about people this is about leaving a better yeah, country better world for our for future generations for our grandkids we actually want to fall on the sword <clears throat> I don't want six tour buses 15 tractor trailers and a jet I don't want to play stadium shows I don't want to be in the spotlight I wrote the music I wrote because I was suffering with mental health and depression 
These songs have connected with millions of people on such a deep level because they're being sung by someone filling the words in the very moment they were being sung. No editing, no agent, no bullshit. Just some idiot and his guitar. The style of music that we should have never gotten away from in the first place. Someone told me they, they reminded them of Charlie Daniels' uh, Simple Man, and I, we're going to listen. I'm going to do something on that later on, not in this uh, video. But So that being said, I have never taken the time to tell you who I actually am. Here's a formal introduction. This is awesome. My legal name is Christopher Anthony Lunsford. My grandfather was Oliver Anthony, and Oliver Anthony Music is a dedication not only to him, but 1930s Appalachia, where he was born and raised. My granddaddy, Jay Engel, died in a mine collapse, in a deep mine collapse up in Kettle Island, Kentucky, back in the 30s. So I can relate with everything, with everything this guy's saying. And e listen, every guy from Appalachia has, a, has horror stories of depression and anxiety and suicide and drug overdose. And all y'all know, like my, my dad even died of a drug overdose. We have suspicions that maybe it, was a, maybe it was drug and maybe it was a drug induced suicide. My first cousin was killed by his own daddy, hit him in the back of the head with a baseball bat because he wouldn't give him his gambling money that he wanted down playing at Porky's in the back in the back room. Dirt floors, seven kids, hard times. At this point, I'll gladly go go by Oliver because everyone knows me as such. But my friends and family still call me Chris. You can decide for yourself, either's fine. In 2010, I dropped out of high school at age 17. I have a GED from Spruce Pine, Spruce Pine, North Carolina. I worked multiple plant jobs in Western North Carolina, my last being at the paper mill in McDowell County. I worked third shift six days a week for 1450 an hour in a living hell. In 2013, I had a bad fall at work and fractured my skull. It forced me to move back to Humber, Virginia. Due to complications from the injury, it took me six months or so before I could work again. From 2014 until just a few days ago, I've worked outside sales in the industrial manufacturing world. My job has taken me all over Virginia and into the Carolinas, getting to know tens of thousands of other blue-collar workers on job sites and in factories. I've spent all day, every day for the last 10 years hearing the same story. People are so damn tired of being neglected, divided, and manipulated. Hallelujah. How the freaking Luya. I feel tired of that as well. And subsequently, the, the most ironic thing about that feeling is that exactly what they're trying to say divides us, some of the, these cultural war issues, is what actually connects us all. These cultural values are what connects us. It's what connects me with the hood here in Jefferson County and the trailer park, white trash, eastern Kentucky, and the people living in gang in, in, that are in gangs out in Los Angeles. That's what connects us. Where was I at here? Okay, got gotcha. you. I've spent all day, every day for the last 10 years hearing the same story. And so in 2019, I paid $97,500 for the property and still owe about 60000 on it. I'm living in a 27-foot camper with a tarp on the roof that I got off Craigslist for $750. Hell yeah, that's awesome right there. There's nothing special about me. I'm not a good musician. I'm not a very good person. I spent the last five years struggling with mental health and using alcohol to drown it. I am sad to see the world in the state it's in, with everyone fighting with each other. I have spent many nights feeling hopeless that the greatest country on earth is quickly fading away. 
funny that he feels that he's tired of seeing the world in the state of ten fighting with each other, and he feels the same way I do that the way to battle that isn't to avoid it and act like it isn't there. It's the the obstacle is the way. That being said, I hate the way the internet has divided all of us. The internet is a parasite that infects the minds of humans and has their way with them. Hours wasted, goals forgotten, loved ones sitting in houses with each other distracted all day by technology made by the hands of other poor souls in sweatshops in a foreign land. When is enough enough? When are we going to fight for what is right again? Millions have died protecting the liberties we have. Freedom of speech is, freedom of speech is such a precious gift. Never in world history has the world had the freedom it currently does. Don't let them take it away from you. Just like those once wandering in the desert, we have lost our way from God and have let false idols distract us and divide us. It's a damn shame. Thank you, Chris, a.k.a. Oliver Anthony. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. And if this is, if, if he wasn't, Transparent and honest enough and didn't write so eloquently. He also has written a song that I want to play for you here and I'll talk about a little bit while it's playing that says as much and again like this everything he's saying I, I mean I can relate with and I think so many people can. Let's just let's just hear it. It's called I've Got to Get Sober. Actually, you know what? Give me a second. I'm gonna fix that because I don't think the feed's going to go into it. There, I gotta fix it here. We're just gonna do this. We're gonna do something different. I think. Give me one second. Cause you gotta hear the song. It's it's awesome. There we go. Right, I'm gonna rest. I'm gonna. Start it back over. Here we go. It says all of ranting. I've got to get sober. Well, the life we've been given and the way we've been living, just a song that we write till we die. Now, some people write songs on living just right. But I write mine on just getting by And I'll go on to him Start writing the hymn that sounds so sweet But the troubles and the sin Of the world that we're in Knock me back off my feet I gotta get sober God is hard and living right I don't know how it's gonna go But it ain't gonna happen tonight So pour them down strong Till I drown And if I wake up tomorrow When that sun comes back around I'll be wishing I was sober Well, the liquor and the bowl 
been saving my soul from the pain that the world's put on me. And Lord, I know that upstairs there's an old man who cares, and one day he'll set me free. I'll go on the whim, start writing a hymn that sounds so sweet. But the troubles and the sin of the world that we're in knock me back off my feet. I gotta get sober. I gotta start living right. It's gonna go, but it ain't gonna happen tonight. So pour 'em down strong till I drown. And if I wake up tomorrow when that sun comes back around, I'll be wishing I was sober. Just a song that we write till we die. And there you have it. I totally agree with him. This life that we're living, it's just a song that we're writing till we die. We get one of them. Are we going to stay in a drunken stupor, drugged up on pills, getting lost in a bottle, being gluttons of controversy and political uh, fights, political assaults, playing the game that the, elite, the elites want us to play? Or are we going to say, Enough of this bullshit. He agrees with me. She agrees with me. They agree with me. There's more of us than there is you. Sit down. Shut up. We're taking over. It's life that we're living. It's our song. It's our story. No matter if we're going, if we're going to write it in such an, elo and in such an eloquent way as uh, Mr. Chris did in his Facebook post. Or if we're going to sing it like he so eloquently does there and I've got to get sober. Or if you're going to put it in legislation and on a podcast and in one-on-one -on -one meetings with people in the community like I do. We're either going to write our own story and determine its ending or they're going to do it for us. Appreciate all y'all. Have a good rest of your day.